0: So, hey guys, right now we have with us Zushan Hashmi, the co-founder of Ada Ninjas, and also a co-founder of a sports media and consultancy platform, which is Sportages. The Ada Ninjas season two collection is launching 8PM UTC, which is the arts collection And it's, it's pretty hyped right now in the whole Twitter and Discord community. Everybody is talking about it. And right now we can talk about it with Zushan himself so uh zushan how are you doing man and what's the current yeah. environment like <laughs>
1: uh doing doing well going thank you for for having me obviously and then it's great to be here uh really excited to see how you know this uh project of yours and the podcast and broadcasts that you sort of all so super super confident having me uh it's it's always exciting, you know, it's, it's mint time uh, Our mint was only five months uh, ago, the last time around, four or five months, but it feels like forever. But some of those memories are still quite fresh in our, in our heads. You know, the stress is always there. There's a lot happening. Uh, the most interesting thing, though, I think is it's so different this time to the first time around, because the first time around we were doing it we were doing everything ourselves. You know, we had a team of like five or six people who were running everything. And now, you know, we're fortunate enough to have an incredible community who often I go into the Discord and they're answering all the newbies questions, right? Um, yeah. And we have a team of 30 plus people now. So everyone is managing their own things. And, and you know, you know, with the kind of, of congestion look where we're a little bit like, oh, no, everyone's having some sort of hiccup hic- hic- for the other. Uh, and, you know, the key for us is to always be as transparent with our community and as transparent with everybody. So, you know, hoping for a clean, clear, nice mint. Uh, and I think it's going to be really, really Cool and really really fun.
0: Great man, that's that's actually great. And what's what's the internal conversations with the team currently? What's the rating of stress from one to ten? Uh,
1: I think there's a, there's a lot of excitement, man. Uh, I'm I'm stressed. Uh, I think that you know I'd say my stress levels are like at seven or eight. Uh, but considering that the first time around they were probably at fifteen, <laughs> so so, so they they've gone down quite a bit, and I think it's just because of the support of the community support that we have within the team, the sort of uh, people we have working, you know, we've got a whole uh, essentially what you'd call like a mini department working on marketing. Right. We've got a mini like a group of people who are, who are continuing to do the long-term stuff, the manga, uh, the story, the lore, all of that. So it's it's not like, Oh no, what happens if the mint doesn't go according to plan? What's next? Will we be able to create what we want to create? We are already creating it and as a part of that creation, we want to continue to uh, you know, build these NFTs, provide them to the community, give them the opportunity to mint. We have, we have done the 10 for 1 uh, at drop. If you hold 10 of Season 1, you get one free Season 2. It is a 1 for 1 mint. So for, ev- for however many of Season 1 RMR you hold, you can mint that many. Um, you know, so it's, it's so different. Last time we had a whitelist. And you had to chat in the discord and get your level up to make it into the whitelist. And then there was a public sale, the first 1000 or whatever it was got the whitelist and then it was a free for all. So this time, you know, 48 hours, uh, you can go in, you can mint however many you want, depending on how many you hold. Uh, Keeping in mind how the congestion is at the moment and making sure everyone gets a shot at it. That's what's key for us. Uh, Everyone who's, stuck by us through the highs, through the lows and continue to love this project. We essentially want to reward them. Anyone new that wants to come in, you know, buy some RMR off the secondary, that's your best shot at getting a season two because uh, we don't know if the public mint will or will not happen.
0: Okay, that's that's great. So how excited are you to know that the Cardano blockchain is increasing by eleven percent, which is seventy-two KB to eighty KB, which will considerably reduce the concession a lot.
1: Yeah, look, I hope so. Um, <laughs> it's happening an hour after our, our mint goes live, I believe. So, yeah, uh, I want, I, I, I am hopeful. I'll say that. I don't know uh, after implementation what that would really mean, but look, any upgrade is is a good thing at this point uh we all know within the space how tough it is but we're willing to stick it out i think anyone in this space is there because they like cardano they enjoy it they appreciate it so uh you know send it my way man like i am i'm all for i'm I'm all for these upgrades
0: (laughs) (laughs) so uh a very important question for people who currently don't hold whole DRMR collection, including me, which is, how long before the Mint launch do we actually get one? Is there a certain time after that, the validation of it goes off?
1: Uh, yeah, look, that's a, that's a very relevant question. I think the key is to have it before Mint. Uh, just to play it safe, I would say, try and have one in your wallet an hour or two before. Uh, so, you know, maybe potentially three or four hours prior Go and purchase one off the secondary just to be safe, because uh, we don't know with congestion and everything what will happen. But because at the time of the mint, it will essentially track um, whether you have an RMR in your wallet, and then it will track whether you have an Atsuko in your wallet and what the details of those NFTs are. So okay. to play it safe, I think keep it uh, keep it a little bit early. You don't want to go into that last minute, and I don't want to say that because. You never know what might happen at the last minute. Things will pick up. There are a couple of, uh, I think, other smaller mints around that period as well uh, happening. So things will be busy. Uh, So don't risk it. Try and do it a little bit early. You still have a bit of time right now. Get on it. That's what I'll say.
0: Sure, man. getting one right after this call. Uh, Okay, so what do you think of the current CNFT community? Uh, for me personally it's a very warm welcoming and a loving community and it helps each other grow they support each other every project supports each each of them and we are we are all backing ourselves because we believe in the community even the newbies the beginners the people who are from a different community we are still welcoming all of them and since it's a warm and welcoming community there is also a lashback that we rather have things easy and simple than actually go head-on and get in fast because that would require us to you know be sort of selfish at the same time and i don't think any of us currently feel that way so what do you think
1: yeah look it's 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 a very relevant point that you you raise gorang because on the one hand like if i look at the overall cnft community at the moment it's it's amazing right like you said people are supporting each other you go into a twitter space uh, everyone supporting each other. Oh, okay. You need to connect to X, Y, and Z. I'll connect you to this person if you can do that. You don't even need to do that for me, but then the other person will offer them something just as a gesture. Uh, you know, even within communities on Discord servers, people super helpful. I've seen people within our community where someone's like, "Hey, I don't have like three ADA or four ADA to verify, um, you know, my Ninja," and and someone will be like, "Hey, I'll send you four ADA. That's cool. Just verify it and then send it back to me." Uh, that kind of stuff is really, really genuine, right? And and we're quite lucky to be a part of these communities that we see. Um, I think the second part of what you were saying was sort of um, that growth. Is, is that what you meant? That because of the yes. growth, uh, things may, may change? Sorry. Yeah, um, look, inevitably, I think that will happen, right? Uh, it's already starting to happen. We're seeing more and more of it as of late, uh, the OGs, the early people will be around, they will know each other, um, but you're gonna see more and more people coming in and we've seen a lot more people coming in as of late uh, from Ethereum. You know, we've got quite a few people who've come in from Seoul on on our one for this mint. Uh, So you are seeing more people come in and, and that's gonna happen. And I think what is important though is the community, the core that's always been around, that's been around for a while, uh, you know, I haven't been in the space since forever, I, I sort of uh, got introduced to it um, in, in August. Uh, that was when I first got introduced into Cardano NFTs. So I was in Ethereum prior to that. Um, I think what is important is that people try their best to continue being what the foundation has been built upon, right? welcoming accepting not tolerating or standing up for anything that's wrong I think that's something Cardano the Cardano community does really well supporting each other uh, it's, it's what makes it great man and 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 yes you know like it is inevitable that we'll grow I think it's important that we keep in mind what the roots and the foundation of all of this is and always try and pursue that as the, the community as a whole all the projects, all the content creators, like yourself, uh, continue to grow with, with the space as a whole.
0: Yeah, so there's, there have been current talks about NFT projects having more inclusive, gender inclusive uh, piece, art pieces in them, and we are seeing a drive in the women uh, community of CNFT, and there are a lot of upcoming hopeful with potential projects. So which I have been currently keeping my eye on. What are your thoughts on having more gender equality? Basically, I feel that in our space, we never thought something which was uh, not gender neutral. We were all, always pretty inclusive. in even our conversations, we basically we have a good treatment in, in our space uh, without any gender bias. And I think that's a good thing. And women feel more sp- Spe- a special safe in this community which is also uh, relevant with the rise of women driven women owned cnft uh, projects so what do you think of that
1: yeah look uh, that's it's it's a really important topic and and firstly i'll just uh, uh, shout out to cardano women because they're doing some awesome stuff on on twitter and you know they've uh, our head of marketing Daria, she's gone on and sp- Spoken to all of them. I've been there. Uh, I listen in every now and then as well, because they're doing some great work, and we've seen a huge push because of what they're doing to make this happen as well. Um, look, I think I personally believe that this space is still very, very male dominant. Um, I think most of the, the buyers, most of the community members are male, um, and I think that because of that, they just assume that they if they create if you know someone goes to create a project, it has to be male-only avatars if it's humanoid characters, right? Okay. Um, yeah. I'm I'm not a fan of that. I I don't like the idea of breeding uh, a male humanoid NFT and a female humanoid NFT and make baby. Uh, I just I just you know pr- like I it's cool with animals. I think with animals it's great because they're animals. Uh, they may may not have genders. Uh, they you know whatever it is uh but with the humanoid ones i think like dropping a male one first and then you know having a female one come up later and then making that into like we have a joke in in our discord which is that uh two clan members from our three clans will fall in love and then one of them will have an affair with another one so it'll be like a love triangle uh and and that's a joke within our server that um yeah, the clan wars will begin from there. So, so <laughs> it's just something we we like to have a bit of a laugh about. Um, so, look, I think it's great though on on your point that more and more of this is happening. Uh, we're seeing even more and more projects launching with uh, you know diverse genders. Dive another another point that I would always bring up was um, you know some of the earlier projects that launched around our time they did humanoid characters but there wasn't any diversity in terms of their skin tones and stuff like that okay. um, you know they were very very specific and look I think it's so important that we promote the diversity within this space no matter what kind of diversity it is because the more people you know this is this is a global thing right it's not it's not limited to a particular country a particular gender a particular identity a particular ethnicity it's it's broad everyone's involved you have people living in like you know in 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 a country uh i don't know you know like i we have someone on our team who's who's from burundi right in africa uh and and uh a poet and he writes um he writes all of our blogs on our website so he's he's doing some awesome work um how else would i have gotten to meet him probably never right? So on that note, I think it's so important that more and more diversity is brought into collections, into the sort of things that projects are doing, because diversity feeds innovation, it feeds creativity. Uh, Our team, you know, there's like people from 20 different countries, every other day, every day, every few hours, I hear an idea where I'm like, whoa, I never would have thought thought, uh, about that, because I haven't come from, you know, necessarily that sort of social cultural upbringing. So, I that never crossed my mind. So, I think that's how it should be for all collections. And we are moving in that space. Like you said, we're seeing more and more uh, women led N- uh, CNFT projects, uh, more and more uh, women only CNFT projects, in that the collections are all female. And I think that's great, man. I think we need uh, a lot of that different. Uh, element in things and we've done that at Ada Ninjas like we we try our best to be inclusive Um, we we haven't really uh, specified genders within our metadata Um, you know we've got male female uh, NFTs within our team you know we've got lots of different people from different countries we've got uh, people of various different skin tones within our NFTs because the country that we've made the, the country of Nineveh Uh, where the ninjas are based. Uh, This is a country that's been through uh, Japanese colonization, Spanish colonization, which is the part of our manga that's going on right now, the Spanish colonization. There will also be, uh, you know, uh, the the British colonization will come in. So there have been all those elements and that's really made it like a cosmopolitan city where you find people from all uh, groups, uh, backgrounds, ethnicities, and so on. And that is reflected in what the Ada Ninja story is as well. So I think absolutely, man, it's really important.
0: Great, great.
1: So uh, so
0: obviously your manga is actually going great. I personally love it. I have been going through it as well. What's the future scope of actually turning it to into a full scale animation? Is that on the- Yeah, planet? yeah,
1: yeah. Oh, absolutely. Look, I think um, we've always talked about that being our end goal um but to create an anime you need to have a lot of manga prior to it you know we've got 70 pages so far uh we delayed the last week because of the mint we're going to drop two chapters next week instead of just one uh so you know then we'll have about a hundred we'll hit our first 100 pages um we need we need like a thousand pages or you know we need like seven eight hundred pages uh, before we can present this to a studio present this uh, to the people who will pick this up right we have the community that is already voting on the story making the decisions that in itself is something new uh, that is something that the blockchain has enabled us to do um, we've already got incredible artists on our team already who is our lead manga artist. He is phenomenal. I don't know how he works with Juan and Apollo to make 15 pages every week. Uh, I think it is phenomenal. So uh, credit to them. We have a community that's super involved already. So now we need to keep producing that manga, make sure that it's coming out, uh, get more of that community integration and like them playing the game, so on, to impact the story, influence the story. And once all of that is ready, we are quite lucky in that we have the right networks who can connect us to appropriate people in film and studio. We've been really, really fortunate uh, because of that. And I will give a shout out to the guys over at NFT Maker because they are our partners in Ada Ninjas. And besides just supporting us with the development, they have fantastic networks, which they've really helped us utilize for what we're trying to achieve. So yeah. once we have all of that ready, um, rest assured that is the plan and that's what we're working towards.
0: That's awesome, man. So uh, let's talk about numbers. How Currently, your Twitter, it's at 14.5k followers. How important is it for an NFT project per se and for you in general as well to have a uh, number which is more prominent than the number of drops.
1: Yeah, look, that's a, that's an interesting uh, that's a that's an interesting point. I've seen a lot of projects sell out recently without having those kind of numbers, uh, yeah. numbers that are higher, right? So then it makes you wonder because we had we had about um, ten ten and a half k at the first drop, um, so we were pretty happy with that. Interestingly enough, we had more. Uh, Discord members first. Then I think we had like a thousand Discord members and only four hundred Twitter, uh, you know, followers initially. So we actually asked them to follow us on Twitter. This is very early on in September. Um, I think it's. I think it needs to be a balance. You need to check how active the Discord community is because at the end of the day, followers can always be bought. Um, if you're posting uh, on Twitter, if you're posting. On uh, on your social media and the there just isn't a lot of engagement. It doesn't really matter if you have ten thousand plus followers, probably not. Um, you know, and and we've done it organically. Yes, we've done giveaways. Giveaways is completely okay. Uh, but you know, you can see that we had eleven k in October at the first drop, and it slowed down. We're at fourteen point five now. It's not like we were like we need to keep bringing. Followers in thousands a week, that kind of thing, it will come. You know, it will come and that's okay. We'd rather the current ones that we have start to support us and spread the word about our project. And it's the same with our Discord. We had um, 11,000 when we minted uh, season one and that dropped to 8,500 where it sat for a good three months. And now we're back up to 10,800 at the moment. So, you know, you'll always see a lot of people go away because they want to mint. Uh, But even if we have an additional 500 to 1,000 people stick around after this drop, that's a success for us. We're happy. You know, we've got people who enjoyed it. And uh, I think numbers do matter. I think at the same time, as you're saying, Goran, I don't think it can be like, oh, if there's a project with 200 followers and uh, they're minting 5,000, then that's a red flag, that's right?
0: That's
1: never going to work to be a little, a little bit concerned. Exactly. exactly. Engagement, followers, uh, what sort of followers you have, and we're, and making the judgment call like that. But a great way to do it is you can always come to the Ada Ninjas uh, general chat because our community knows every single drop. Uh, Often, you know, if I don't have have time to mint, someone in the community will mint one for me. And I really appreciate that because I'll send them the Ada later um, and they'll mint one for me and they they know everything. So Ada Ninjas community, but also other communities, if you go into their discords, people know what's happening. And I think that's the best way to learn um and find out even better than twitter because on twitter you don't get to see the second by second discussions on what to right. mint and how to mint it yeah. so what
0: i what i feel from this conversation is grind at the start and then just maintain and build relation over time because i think that flow works better rather than sitting and talking numbers every single day get an appropriate number so that you have the satisfaction of having a successful mint which is again uh, we don't know we cannot predict stuff but then once we do that just maintain your community because uh, hell again only the people who are actually interested will stay in for a longer time and people who just want to flip they'll just leave right away
1: yeah look i mean the reality is that the vast like there's a heavy majority of flippers right people are in it to make the big bucks short term not long-term and that's okay right people have to do that they got to do that it's up to them uh but from a project perspective i think it's very important for any project to remember that you will build a core audience who will stick by you we're really really fortunate to have some amazing amazing people in our community who you know i've i've become friends with uh because of uh you know them being in our community we have people who you know, everywhere from people who have minted like or or bought like 120, 130 ninjas to uh, people who've grinded up to like level 65 on the Discord server. That's like, you know, hours and hours and hours. And they're all integral members of our community and they will stick around, right? If you continue to work on your roadmap as a project. But what's important for you is you do a mint. Uh, you'll do another Mint in the future, that's where you'll get more people in. But if you've got a roadmap where, you know, in our case, we're looking to bridge that music world, we're looking to bridge that manga, anime world, we're going to bring those people in. We're starting to bring those people in. I've heard of a couple of people who came in because they found out about the manga somehow and then asked on how they could uh, sort of buy an NFT because they never knew how to. So they bought an NFT just because they liked like what they'd seen about the manga. Uh, So that's going to increase as, uh, you know, adoption of this becomes more and more mainstream. I think what's important for all projects is just to do your mint, focus on that, put your head down, create, uh, present, generate what you set out to do with your utility and good things will happen. You know, they'll happen in time.
0: Since you mentioned roadmap, uh, there's something I have been wanting to understand and differentiate, which is how important is a roadmap right before the mint, rather than having a shorter story revealed earlier, just to get that hype up for the mint, and then reveal it in shorter durations to keep that whole traction going on. Because that is something major projects fail doing, which is keep a continuous engagement uh, and following. So what do you
1: think about that? This? Well, th- this is how I see it, right? Um, because I come from a background of political science, I used, a, I, used re- I used to be an academic in Polzai. I used to work in the government. Uh, I always think of it like this, right? There's a saying that it's easy to conquer a land, but it's hard to rule it. Uh, and, and that's exactly what this is. You can build up enough hype and, and, make, and make a successful mint. But the part after that is where the real game begins, because how do you maintain that momentum? How do you keep the community? How do you bring people back in? How do you get them to uh, interact with what you're doing? That's the difficult part. Uh, So I think a roadmap is really important. I think nowadays, actually, with so so many more projects coming up daily than when we launched our first season, I think you need an extensive roadmap to start off if you want to try and sell out. It's not important to sell out right away. I don't think that's something that projects need to necessarily focus on. It needs to be that you may sell out, you will sell out in the long term, right? That should be your goal. You should sell out. It doesn't matter if it's a, a day, a minute, an hour, a week, a month, that's irrelevant. If you sell out, that should be your focus and you do it gradually. Um, yeah. But having a roadmap which builds hype on what's to come after, will bring people to you we released seven chapters of a light novel with one manga teaser uh, each day in the build up to our first launch Um, that was a little bit of a taste Um, you know it was it was like uh, for example if i had my uh, chicken biryani and i put a little bit of spice on top of it just to really get things Going, it's that nice. was what yeah. it was, right? You know what I'm talking about, man. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I love my <laughs> biryani, right? So uh, so that's essentially what we were aiming for because we knew that if we just do a standard 10%, this is what happens, 40%, this is what happens, 80%, yeah. then what, right? What comes after? you got to make it bigger, broader than that. What you're looking to achieve, explain it. That's what we did that helped us with our hype. People were like, whoa, this is what they're trying to do. This is what they're trying to do. So that's really, really important. And then you need to keep giving those updates. So we launched our white paper, I think two weeks ago. And yeah. man, we'd been, we'd been working on that for a couple of months. It was 50 pages. We cut it down to 33. We were, you know, then we had, we were like 33, still so much. So, we have to make like a two pager at the top that will explain everything and the simplest. And, you know, like 15 different people putting in their ideas, the marketing team then making it all uh, aesthetically pleasing, the website guys putting it onto the website. So, you need to keep updating people on it regularly. But roadmaps are super important. And it doesn't have to be huge. You don't have to talk about like, all your ambition, right? But you need to explain your core product really, really well. Uh, in our case, yeah. that's the manga, that's the community driven element. And yeah, then as we've been able to build, we've been able to see what our operating budget is like, what we what else we can do. We can't do all the other ideas that we had in the pipeline. you know, we announced a game that have been a part of it from the very start. We wanted to see if it would be realistic or not. Uh, it is, you know, we've announced that we're doing the DAO uh, because we can afford to do that, and so on. So, uh, think of the long term. at uh, a midterm. Focus on it from a short term. Because they lost this place, this space is so short-term. If you're looking only short-term, people won't stick around because you don't have the long-term. So you need that balance.
0: That, that's an awesome insight. Uh, so I don't want to take any other project's name because that's not what we should do. But uh, there have been instances, there have been promises of by a certain project where they are actually giving out the physical product to at least one person which I think in terms of the value addition, or we can call it utility if we want, is a great incentive for someone. The NFT and the community is great, but how important it is for a holder to actually get something in their hand. Does that make you special? Does that make you feel more engaging? What does that happen? What does that feel, feel like?
1: Yeah, look, it's a good point. I don't I actually don't know which project you're talking about, so it's fine. <laughs> if there's any in specific. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, look, I, I think it depends on your project and what you're trying to do. Right. Uh, for, for again, I can speak for my project in that we always wanted, want to do a uh, physical manga. Right. Uh, And the physical manga is a part of our plan. And that's why we're partnering with NFT Link to bring that certification of authority into that and linking it up with your NFT. Um, So for us, it's always there. But I would rather that, you know, we can get the right materials. We have uh, the right printing uh, company to do it for us. We are completely integrated on that front with NFT Link than to rush it and just send something And it's not very good. Um, So I would say if, you know, like one of the things that we did was we, because we wanted to tick everything on our first quarter roadmap. We were like, okay, because my business partner, Tommy, has a lot of experience working in um, wholesale and that sort of stuff and and sort of drop shipping, that kind of thing uh, from the past. So, you know, we were like, okay, we'll take the merch part off quickly because we know how to do it well. But we realized very quickly and we talked to the community and they said, look, let's bring the merch on later, right? Uh, Let's focus on the core, which is the manga, which is the story, which is the game, all that sort of stuff. Now people are themselves asking us, like, we want the merch, right? So the timing is important. Like, I would never expect anyone to drop merch before a mint, before their mint, their first mint. I think that's not a great idea. Um, I, the costs associated with delivering a physical project product is expensive. So you need to make sure that that is something that you're willing to do, or is a part of your roadmap and integral to your project. Um, yeah, merch is fine. You can always get merch made. Uh, you know, there's print on demand services, that kind of thing. Um, but we're going for merch and we've actually found a community member Uh, Shout out to Dice if he's watching this, Uh, him and his partner actually have a fashion design business and his partner has worked with, uh, you know, the Tommy Hill figures and so on of the world. So we've onboarded them to help make some of the actual uh, clothing that our season one ninjas wear into real clothing. Uh, So people will be able to wear those like cool bomber jackets and other stuff like that. But we want to then link that with uh, NFT link as well. So that's sort of how we're looking at it. And I think it's better to wait, see if it's something you can do, write it up as something you can do in the future, take your time, don't rush on it. Or maybe you even have a project that has nothing to do with physical stuff. And that's okay. Like, I don't think it it necessarily has to be if you're providing other utility, right? So again, it's, it's specific, but those are my thoughts on how you should go about it
0: that's that's great man so uh, as you talk the recent minting failures we actually it's not failures it was just instances which did not work well with the current situation with the blockchain and even though there's an increase and that's just 11 percent it's a considerable amount it we will have probably a clock free transaction zone for quite some months, but it's gonna get up clogged pretty fast because of the new entrants and the new people entering into the space as well. So, what in terms of maintaining this long term? What do you feel? How much time would it take?
1: Oh man, that's a that's a tough question. Uh, look, look, I think um, things will take time. I know that in in the Cardano world. Um, IOHK, they don't rush it. I think we all know that, right? They don't rush things. they rather the make sure. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So they'd rather have it really good and well sorted. And I think that is important because we'd rather have a finished product than something that's just available but isn't quite working. Uh, I think things will take a while but, you know, in this space, things move so quickly that uh, one day, you know, smart contracts are not even a discussion. And then a week later, they're there, there. you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, royalties. We we weren't even thinking of royalties, you know, in like December. And now all of all of the ninjas are being sold uh, with royalties on on all the on both the major marketplaces. Uh, so you never know. Right. And, and I by no means understand this stuff. I would I would say the best person to listen to who I learn a lot about these things from is Patrick Tobler from NFT Maker. Uh, He's a whiz. He is a whiz. Uh, He tells me things that I would never understand and breaks them into really simplistic uh, explanations. So, you know, reach out to someone like him. Uh, He never has time, but if he's in a Twitter space, go ask him these questions. Uh, If anyone watching wants to listen as well, uh, and find out about that stuff. But I think, look, it will take time. And rather, again, we have the foundation established and we can then build upon that.
0: Great. So uh, it's a question which is open for debate, but when do you think uh, Ada will cross the $3 mark? Me? Oh, personally, I'm hoping <laughs> yeah. it's going to be end of this year, probably December. Yeah. I'm looking at December. That's my hope. The $2 mark probably uh, mid of this year, mid-2020. But because it's stable right now, it's not a bad thing. It's actually a good thing that it's stable. But then uh, again, um, because of the whole valuation and stuff, the whole technical shazam, it will still have a huge impact in people who are entering into the CNFT space because that will, for us, for people who are already here, a here for three, four months, they are still okay with it. Because they understand the whole scenario but for people who are entering the concession and a uh, valuation for the coin that matters a lot because they are here yeah. they actually enter because they have been told that it's a good short gain, uh, short short term game investment and that, that's the strategy yeah. people actually end up entering with and once they get disappointed they either go away from the cnft or the whole blockchain cryptocurrency nft scenario which is again hampers a bit, obviously in the long game, we don't really care because that's, they are going to eventually turn back and just come back again. But yeah. what's your thoughts on that? Not the valuation, uh, yeah, the people coming yeah. in and going out.
1: Yeah, look, in terms of valuation, man, I don't want to speculate uh, in, in any shape or form. I don't, uh, you know, there are people, and it's and it's humbling that there are people who really listen to what I say and I don't want to necessarily say it because I'm not an expert. So yep, yep, sure. uh, I wouldn't say where it's going to go, where it'll be. But yeah, look, I, I do agree with basically what you said essentially to a large extent in terms of what I'm seeing and what people are talking about. So I think it's it's very, very similar parallels exactly what you just said about, you know, where, where ADA will go in, in the near future. Uh, in terms of people coming in or out again, we've seen so many people come in Lately, that it's okay if people come in, get a little bit uh, concerned, and leave right now because we know more people will come in later, right? Uh, yeah. So I think it's all right. Like people come in. Uh, I've I've seen a few people who who've even left uh, because of everything that's going on now. That's okay. Uh, more people will come in as well, and that's part and parcel of it. So I'm not too worried about it right now. There's just it's awesome because there are so many new people i'm I, you know like i i'm i'm getting in touch like you know you got in touch with me you weren't uh really in the space i believe when we launched season one yeah uh, I wasn't so there. yeah so we're coming across so many people during this mint who are like oh yeah like i'd, I'd heard of ada ninjas but like you know they're they're like an old thing <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's actually a good thing because that's how people know it's established rather than speculating if it works or not,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. like um, I think you know no one is is should be concerned now that, hey, these guys are up to something fishy because we've we've <laughs> we're all docs, we're all docs. Um, everyone uh, know, like we're we're a registered company in Australia, uh, you know and, and and all of all of that sort of stuff. so and we've had a whole mint, and we've got a team of thirty now uh you know, <laughs> <Right>. yes <laughs> so the trust is
0: there man. no one's questioning their trust yes. it's there and it's just increasing day by day but talking Appreciate about it, being man. a registered company um how important is it to have a trademark and do you have a trademark for your designs your characters, na- names because i think that's a crucial aspect when creating a manga or especially when you're going to enter the physical space and again into an anime so
1: yeah, look, Look. Um, I think, uh, firstly, registering as a legitimate business in whichever country you're based or whichever you country you choose to register in, for whatever reason, that's very important because um, this space is going to grow, and it's growing so fast, and we're seeing more and more legislation come in and sort of intertwine with everything, so making things legitimate is really important. Uh, I think on the copyright front, no, we don't at the moment. I think that becomes key when we start going into the physical side of things. Uh, that is something that we've touched on lightly with uh, with legal support that we've gotten on a few things. Uh, and it is, you know, it's still so complicated because, like, we have a section in our white paper on what the IP rights mean for holding Ada Ninjas. And that's the best Uh, that we understand at this point in terms of what can be done so when the point comes of uh, getting into that physical space you know trying to get those uh, hopefully having those manga volumes sitting next to like the bleach and the narutos of the world one day uh, in in manga and comic stores that's when this discussion will become more and more important and will determine what we need to do, but yeah, look, that is on the cards. We've had a few initial uh, conversations about that internally within the team.
0: That's awesome, and I really hope uh, the whole money goes into not just the eyes of the characters because mapa that doesn't really work out well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm an active anime watcher, so it's a good, it's a great thing, man, that you're actually entering that space as well now i really want to know the people you look up in this cnft or the whole nft scenario and the people which everybody as a beginner should actually follow regardless of the marketplace they are going to deal in
1: so you mean in in, uh nfts as a whole not just in cardano correct yeah okay um look i uh, there are a few youtubers I like I'm really bad with remembering youtubers names so I might just google it right now who I who I sort of watch and and like their stuff let me just uh, yeah uh, money ZG that's somebody I like on YouTube uh, I think he's got really really good uh, good perspectives on things and that's one of the guys I look at for coins and also nFTs uh, he's got really concise sort of uh, interviews on that kind of thing. Uh, sorry. Uh, videos produces content, content on that yeah. side of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Precisely. Um. So that's one of the one of the guys I, I I quite like. Um. I think on Twitter, uh, in in the Cardano space in specific, I think you know there are lots of cool people on on there. I, I hope that I can mention everyone. Someone you know I was speaking to recently is Pericini. He's doing some good stuff. There's Fahadukan, uh, Cardano man uh they're they're doing some cool things uh the cardano women uh twitter group is a twitter uh, account is really really good they're doing some good stuff um lots of others out there as well who i'm not remembering at the moment but uh you know people who are um you know alessandro is good Uh, patrick as i mentioned patrick's an awesome person to follow adam dean buffy Bot those guys they, they talk about some really good things, have good stuff going on. So uh, I like Job, Job from happy offers is a cool guy. Crypto yeah. Heaps uh, is a nice guy as well who I've spoken to a lot of times, very genuine dude. Uh, so there's lots of cool, cool people around for sure. Um, I, I think uh, you know if you if people go in and they just look through the space and see people having really good conversations and having Twitter spaces and running Twitter spaces, Those are probably the people you want to follow when you're joining in. Uh, And and it's the same for, I've been out of Ethereum for a while, so I I don't actually know who to look at there or what their Twitter spaces are like at the moment. Uh, Once in a while, you know, I I just go and see what's happening on OpenSea and then what the projects are at the moment. But I'm really into Cardano. Uh, But I have been and... Um, you know where we've announced some collaborations that we're doing with other projects, uh, and there are also, and I don't know if I've said this anywhere yet, so this might be the first place where I say it. But there are a couple of um, cross-chain collabs that we're doing as well, uh, which are already under the works, and that's 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 looking to be really really cool. I won't say which blockchains yet, uh, but yeah. yeah, it's it's got, it's it's super exciting to you know be talking to people. On other blockchains and just seeing how differently they do things, but how similar things are at the same time.
0: So yeah, guys, you heard this here first. I will do I will do my due diligence on that, but then yeah, you, you heard here first.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so uh, there is always a debate. Uh, I we are running low on time, so I'll make it quick. Uh, there's always a debate with NFT just being uh, as, as a collector perspective. And with the utility token, uh, there have there is and are upcoming projects which have physical utility. Again, there is an Ethereum project uh, currently which they have minted. Uh, I guess it's almost two weeks now, where they have NFT only restaurant entry uh, back in New York City, which is again a great utility. And I have been working on certain aspects in my agency where only NFT holders will have certain benefits in terms of acquiring services. So how important is it for people to integrate it further in the upcoming future to have both physical and digital utility? Yeah,
1: it it has to happen, right? Um, And and we're only going to see it uh, adopted across all sorts of industries. Like I was actually having a chat with a cousin of mine uh, in Dubai, because I just got back to Australia from from Dubai, where I grew up, um, and and you know he has his own business, and uh, it's it's sort of like a delivery, uh, sort of food delivery business. It's an app and, and and all of that. And he was asking me how you know they could get NFTs into it, and we came up with so many ideas on what could be done, and you know how you could use that uh, as something to provide a discount, to offer exclusive deals rather than getting like voucher codes and membership. If you hold the NFT, you get exclusive deals and uh, discounts from different restaurants or whatever it is down the line. Uh, But it's a question of what uh, the blockchain can enable you to do at this point. And then more important than that, or just as important to that is the learning curve around it. So, you know, you tell people, yeah, you're going to get an NFT. They're like, what the heck will I do with this? Like, you know, yeah. uh, wh- why why do I want to get this thing, right? So explaining it, I think as more people understand, as it becomes simpler for people to access it and understand how to use it, it's going to become commonplace, man. I think it's inevitable, as I said, and, and that's going to continue to be the case and we're going to see it. Uh, we're seeing it. And I think that's what will also survive. That's really important. The people, the projects that are able to innovate and come up with things where uh, their NFTs survive and last and do these things that people can use and can see and can feel um, rather than the ones who just go for PFPs and nothing else. Um, You know, if it's just the PFP and nothing else, you, you may sell out, your art may be awesome, uh, but if you've got like a massive collection uh, and that's all you're doing, what comes next, right? And if nothing comes next, uh, don't see much happening, to be honest.
0: Yeah, so to end this conversation and this recording, what do you feel about projects which come in and within 24 hours cross 2,000, 3,000 followers and ad- your advice towards new project creators as well.
1: Yeah, if within two or three hours um, in the Cardano space, if they've crossed like three, 4,000 followers, uh, even in Sol and Ethereum, if they're a small project, you haven't really heard about them, no hype around it. And they've suddenly uh, crossed so many followers. Uh, I'm pretty sure they got a DM from someone saying, Hey, I can, uh, for a hundred bucks, I can get you 2,000 followers with a retweet. And all you have to do is pay me in BTC. Uh, I am pretty, pretty certain that is what happened. Uh, So unless there's a lot of hype for it prior. So like, you know, a lot of projects now are launching a Twitter and then doing a Discord later and building hype on the Twitter. And then they announce the Discord suddenly have like 4,000 people join the Discord in, in an hour or something, that is possible. But so many followers, one or two likes, a couple of retweets, uh, steer clear. Always, always, always look at the team, try to find out if the team uh, founders have their own Twitter accounts, what they're trying to do. Uh, I would personally say, you know, if they're docs, that's amazing. Uh, that is one green flag right there, which is so, so, so important, but there are projects that are doing really good stuff and their founders aren't docs. Um, so in that case, you have to see if they have a Twitter, if they're active, they have a lot of followers, they are doing cool things, uh, you know, and, and they seem legit in that sense for any newcomer. That's super important. And then, you know, those are the things that come first. You can promise anything. Uh, but those promises might not go through. So those are my words of advice. And you know, I'll also say, do your research, research, research. Everyone says that. Uh, yeah. But but don't just go on Twitter, see them, and say, okay, this is what's happening. Go try to find out who their founders are. Go to try to see what sort of background they come from. Do they have the right people on the team to help them achieve uh, the things that they want to achieve? Are they looking to bring on the right people? and hopefully if you do that uh you'll have much of like a much larger uh success rate in terms of being involved in a project that's genuine
0: that's 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 just pure wisdom out of your man so it was it was really great talking to you and i really think the whole community and all the people who are watching uh, have gained wisdom and insights and probably have better planning and strategy into investing or creating their own projects so thank you for that thank you for giving me your time and with that i'll be closing the recording so thank you
1: Peter. thanks mate